Welcome to another episode of Appalachian Shine, the official podcast for the Foundation for Appalachian Advancement. I'm JC, your host. Today is October 9th, and uh, we are uh, getting closer and closer to Election Day coming up. So even though we're a non-political organization as a 501c3, we'll remind you to make sure you register and vote. Speak your mind. There's going to be a lot of local races that will be determined in a month. And leadership at the local level is important. It actually, we're going to talk a little bit about how leadership has defined the history here in central Appalachia. Because today, we're actually going to take a look at a little bit of history of Russell County, Virginia. Let's find out how Russell County got its name. Thanks again to our friends from Blues Hammer for the music. Certainly do appreciate that. So let's talk a little bit about leadership. Let's talk a little bit about the history of Russell County. As a matter of fact, did you know some of the most famous politicians that came from Russell County, Virginia? Uh, was former Governor H.C. Stewart. Um, there was a state representative by the name of Bob C. Fugate and Senator Macon Long. But did you know the most famous politician from Russell County? was America's greatest pioneer, Daniel Boone. Russell County is an amazing place. It's nestled in the heart of here in central Appalachia and southwestern Virginia. And uh, a couple of towns that are in there that, uh, that I know very well, Lebanon, Virginia, and St. Paul. But you'll also find Castlewood in there. And it's actually, the as you drive through, it's such a beautiful scenery as you drive through on Route 19. The largest cattle farm east of the Mississippi River and one of the oldest corporations in the in the country, actually, is still headquartered there at Rosedale in Russell County. That's Stewart Land and Cattle. But Russell County actually goes back to, um, it's actually established back in 1786, January 2nd, 1786, as a matter of fact. It was uh, actually carved out of a section of Washington County, which many in Appalachia, here in central Appalachia, know is the home of Abingdon, Virginia. Um a local historian actually wrote later on that Washington County lost a great extent of country and many valuable citizens in Russell County was formed. So currently today, Russell County has probably a little less than 30,000 people. But, um, you know, the county itself was, like I said, carved out of Washington County, which was, which was a huge swath of land. So back then in 1786, when Russell County was formed, the, uh, the the county seat was actually over in a place called Castles Woods, which today we all know as Castlewood. And the, and the uh, first court was in the house of William Robinson. 
so later on, a new county seat was chosen uh, in Lebanon. And the structure that's uh, the courthouse there in Lebanon um, was actually uh, put into use in 1874. So it's been there since then. That building's been around a long time. The original county seat was referred to as the old courthouse. And if you drive through there to this day, it's uh, uh, there's um, the old courthouse is actually standing on, I think it's route, let's say route 58. It's the old Russell County Courthouse, known as the Dickinson Fugate House. And there's a historic building uh, right there along the side of the road as you're driving between Hansonville and uh, Castlewood and St. Paul. So uh, you can't miss it if you're driving through there. It's, it's um, I think it was built in 1799, the courthouse itself, which is attached to the side of the, the brick farmhouse, which is the old Fugate house. So it's really amazing history uh, right here in, 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 that in Russell County. As a matter of fact, Russell County, when it was developed, was so large that later on it split into several other counties. And those counties today are Wise County, Tazewell County, Scott County, and Lee County. So Russell County was very, very big. Like I said, one of its most famous politicians was none other than Daniel Boone himself. But where did, Taz, where did Russell County actually get its name? So we did some digging and looked in you know, a little bit of local history. Uh, Russell County was named after Colonel William Russell. And he was actually from Culpeper County, but he ended up moving down to Russell and William Russell was actually an, an army officer, and he was a settler in the southwestern region of the Virginia colony. And this was he was born actually in 1735 and uh, lived until uh, January of 1793. So he was a prominent settler in the Virginia colony, and he actually led an early attempt to actually settle, which was then part of Virginia, but was called the Kentucky Territory. Uh, the guy was actually a justice of Fincastle County, uh, he actually, this is really important with um, knowing about him. Not only did he lead the attempt to settle the Kentucky region, um, and in the, in the attempt of doing that, uh, he led a party of frontiersmen. And they were actually ambushed by uh, Indians, and Russell's uh, eldest son was killed uh, in that attack. But not only that, but the eldest son of Daniel Boone was also killed in that attack. So after the battle, it became you know, the, the party that was trying to uh, uh, settle that region became really discouraged. They turned back, came back home to Russell County. Uh, later on, after the, uh, after the uh, Declaration of Independence, uh, and the United States was fighting the, the uh, Revolutionary War, William Russell... Uh, actually fought at the Battle of Yorktown in 1781. Uh, and in that particular battle, uh, the Siege of Yorktown, the Battle of Yorktown, was also known as the Surrender at Yorktown. Uh, that ended on October 19th in 1781 at Yorktown, Virginia. was a decisive victory by the American Continental uh, Troops at that location, led by George Washington. So William Russell who the county was named after, fought at what the, you know, the most decisive battle in the Revolutionary War. Now, before that, uh, he was actually involved in Lord Dunmore's War. And we've previously talked about how Lord Dunmore's War was really important here in southwest Virginia and um, 
and in West Virginia and, and, and the Ohio region and expanding westward, having, having colonists expand westward. The Battle of Point Pleasant, that's at West Virginia, uh, which is now uh, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And I, I jokingly say, like, I always thought that Point Pleasant was just known for that creepy Mothman mystery. But no, it was such an, a decisive battle um, with uh, Chief Cornstalk. But actually, that was the first unofficial battle of the Revolutionary War, because as the natives, of this, as our colonists were going up there to fight that battle, the British actually sent troops to fight alongside of the natives against the colonists. Uh, as, uh, you know, you know, look up a little bit of the history of Lord Dunmore's war. You can see how William Russell was actually important in not just moving west to try to colonize the areas of Kentucky, but fighting, uh, you know, there at the Battle of Point Pleasant, and then actually joining George Washington uh, in the ranks to, at the Battle of Yorktown. Not only that, but leadership is important. Russell aided in the drafting of the Declaration of Independence itself. Very, very important local history that we should know. Now, actually, um, later on, William Russell, after the Revolutionary War and Virginia became a state, not a colony, he was a representative in the Virginia House of Delegates. And one of the most important things that he opposed, and one of the most well-known things that he opposed, was in 1785, there was a petition, and some of you may know the history of the state of Franklin, that the uh, state of the, the there was a region that was trying to become the state of Franklin, and they petitioned for admittance to the United States in 1785. Uh, Russell actually was very well known for his stance opposing letting the state of Franklin become part of the United States. Really, really important history. That's why I say, you know, especially as we get closer to election time, and we look at the history of our region and our towns and our counties, and every town and county has a story. And every town and county has an important leader or group of leaders that made that place come into existence. And Russell County is an amazing place. Just immaculate beauty with plenty of things to do there. So much outdoor beauty and, and, and uh, places to fish, camp, hike, wineries, small towns that have that really beautiful small town personal feel. But has so much history right there that not only is important to the founding of the county and the towns, but had such an important part to play in our nation and the growth of our nation and all of that right here in central Appalachia. So take some time uh, over the weekend and as we get closer to the election to not just research who the local people are running for office, but find out a little bit about who the locals were that started your town or county and how important they were, not just into the, in the state and state leadership and politics, but culture as well. One of the things about William Russell that I thought was kind of interesting, he was a he was educated at the College of William and Mary, and his first wife, uh, Tabitha, had died in 1776. Again, a very important year. Tough time for William Russell. However, he did remarry, and his second wife was a lady by the name of Elizabeth Henry, uh, who was the sister of none other than Patrick Henry. And we all know that Patrick Henry... Um, you know, give the famous speech, give me liberty or give me death. So having such close ties to people who valued liberty and valued freedom and independence meant a whole lot to Russell County and the development of that, of that county. And again, the development of the United States as we expanded westward. 
Um, amazing story. Now, now Patrick, uh, his, his second wife, William Russell's second wife, Elizabeth, one of the sisters of Patrick Henry, she actually played a really important role down the road in the early history of the Methodist Church in America. That's another story for another day. But our descendants right here in this region uh, certainly provide us with a lot of a lot of great history, a lot of things uh, that we can learn and teach. And one of the things that my own, it's, I don't want to say a pet peeve, but as I talk to people uh, on a regular basis about our amazing counties, our amazing history and culture, it just kind of saddens me that some of these things either taught too early in school, like Virginia history, when kids are young and maybe don't really have the appreciation of history. Some do and some don't, but as you get into middle school and high school years, I always thought it'd be important to have a class that was dedicated specifically to local history and regional history. It's important to know who we are and where we come from. So think about that this weekend, um, as, especially as we go into election season. And if you have any amazing local history you want to share with us or have us talk about on a podcast, join us on a podcast and talk about. Certainly let us know. Drop me an email, jc at supportappalachia.org. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and uh, on our website, supportappalachia.org. And we certainly appreciate all those that tune in. I do want to toss this out there, though. Um, we, you know, it's a tough year for a lot of people. However, you know, it's a tough year for nonprofits as well, as donations dry up, grants dry up. Uh, we do ask that you consider uh, supporting our organization as we try to promote local history and culture and some of the projects and programs that we'll be doing going forward. If you could, if you could spare a couple of dollars, maybe jump on supportappalachia.org and click on that Donate to Us tab, and it goes through PayPal. A $5, $10 donation, it goes a long way. Um, you know, all it takes is you know, a handful of people to do $5, or not a handful, but, you know, enough people doing $5. It's a small amount. You pay more than that for a cup of coffee at Starbucks. But certainly, you know, our local history and promoting that and, and, and getting things out that encourage young people to learn about our local history and those who maybe have forgotten it to kind of re reacquaint yourselves with it. It's very important. So thanks again for tuning in to Appalachian shine. Uh, if you uh, first time listening to us, uh, if you enjoy the show, go tell your friends, you can download us on podbean.com. We're also on iTunes and we are also on Spotify. So thanks again for tuning in and we will see you down the road. <laughs>